0: Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner!
1: Hello, what is up? We are back, and I called some more people, finally got a single response, and yeah, that whole car's telling your emotions thing, you know that? That thing? Yeah, um, well, I'm gonna quote what they said. That sucks. <laughs> that's, that's about, that's all that they said is that is terrible and it's useless. So, let's swiftly move on from that. Say it reportedly mixes a new Ibiza-Cupra hot hatch, which is so sad. Automotive mashups create some interestingly weird results, and I'll link it in my blog so that you can see just how weird it is. Production Jaguar I-Pace filmed in Monaco without Cameo. Mazda happy with US market share, however, they feel that they can get more profits. SMR could be considering an IPO with $3 billion evaluation. Millennials like Mercedes and other luxury brands. Because, of course, we have to put labels on people. Hyundai N Boss hints at Veloster and Tuscan N. And that'd be pretty cool. And if they're going to do that, Dodge, what is your excuse for a Journey SRT? You have none. Do it. Lamborghini delivers the first Centenario in the US, and that's actually been a long time since, well, they debuted it. Been about, in fact, like, what, what, four months now? Basically, roughly ever since Forza Horizon 3 came out. or er, well, teased. Proton to return to the World of Rally Championship in 2018, and I love their new car. Their new rally car, I should say. It looks so cool. Even though it's in only gray and has no livery, it looks so cool. Audi shareholders call for greater transparency over emissions Pro. BMW bumps Chinese production to 450,000 units, causing even more smog in Beijing. I added that last bit. Like, I get that all these companies are trying to make money and stuff, but honestly, ethically, if I were any of these companies, I'd actually pull back their production and sales to China. Because, You know, I get it, it's money and whatever, but unless you really need it, you're not helping any. Of the cases that Chinese has right uh, that that China has right now, especially Beijing, because they're, that smog over their city, they need some help. And also, I think the only way at this case is to stop selling new cars there. I mean, they have a lot of old cars there anyway. But I mean, geez. Audi apparently tests their RS models for five thousand miles on the Nurburgring. Ford boosts. It. SYNC C3 or SYNC 3 support for Apple CarPlay and Android Auto on 2016 model-year cars. FCA announces diesel fix to appease government regulators. Jogger flips Range over after failed J-turn. And this is why I never suggest that anyone in a CUV or SUV attempts to do a J-turn. I mean, to be fair, they rolled over a curb at the worst point possible. And not like the car wasn't gonna flip anyway, but yeah, so no. Pass F1 unveils new livery for the rest of the 2017 season. Volkswagen introduces five new concepts for the SOWO European Experience Festival. McLaren still interested in all-electric supercar. VW's latest diesel recall has nothing to do with emissions cheating. Amazingly. Aston Martin and Tom Brady enter a long-term partnership. Because why not? Ford says affordable electric crossover will have 300-plus mile range and I really hope that it does, because as far as current electric cars are concerned, the range is terrible. I mean, 250 miles at best? Yeah, um, of course I'll link the driver thing to the blog, but um, yeah, word to the wise. Be careful of your surroundings, and for the most part, don't do a J-turn in an SUV. Volkswagen up, GTI crams the go-fast treatment into a smaller package, and this is something that we were supposed to get. Oh dear, when, when did they show it on top gear? Let me think here. Um, the up is about as old, or we'll say about as experienced as the Fiat 500. So I'd say that we were initially supposed to get this in 2010, 2011, sometime between season 14 and season 16, the top gear, no season 12 and season 16, the top gear. Until we finally got it after ages and ages of waiting. But yeah, finally we got it and it looks awesome. Can't wait to drive it eventually. Let's go to considering a Korak VRS could have 300 horsepower, which, again, would be awesome, and which, again, Dodge, make a journey SRT, once you get the new journey, of course, but still, Musk says Tesla shouldn't be worth 50 billion. Are you confused? Yeah, continue to be confused, because no one, no one would condemn you you for being confused otherwise, because... It doesn't make sense but anyway Shelby lets let's loose with wide body 2017 super snake concept because once once dodge sca whatever do something everyone else follows suit afterwards in fact just to, just to make a point about the sometimes underratedness of fca the original plymouth barracuda came out if i remember correctly about three weeks before the mustang did and yet the mustang is well let's just say after the mustang came out that's history basically, and then, you know, we still have the Mustang and a bunch of other stuff, so there you go, fun fact, the Plymouth Barracuda came out before the Mustang. BMW says ABC report about car fires is sensationalistic. Let's just say, I kind of get where they're coming from, but there's a lot of other problems that ABC and other news news sites reported on in in a similar fashion, and only now BMW has got their nerves pinched here. Fiat shows how 124 Spider Abarth gets its Fiat Black Retro Stripe applied by hand haven't watched the video yet, but it should be cool, so I'll link it anyway. 2017 Shelby F-150 Super Snake pets more than 750 horsepower. And if any of you are about to be like, oh wow, look at that, it's beat the Trackhawk, need I remind you that this is an aftermarket vehicle and that they're not bound by the same regulations or restrictions that automakers are? I mean, geez, I'd be saying the same thing. Chevrolet made a Tahoe SS, or a Suburban SS, or, or a ZL1, or whatever. The point still stands. I mean, geez, this could even go for, uh, this is even relevant for BMW X5Ms and X6Ms and Bentley Bentaygas. BMW, Mazda, Subaru, and Toyota to pay $553 million to settle to recall. Because frankly, none of us can catch a break right now. 2018 Subaru Forester gets minor price hike and new Black Edition. Much like that kid in high school got marginally taller over the summer and gets marginally darker hair. Chevrolet Camaro snatches sales crown from Mustang, much like your sister snatched the last cookie from the cookie jar. Mercedes and Vivent Solar to take on Tesla in the U.S. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Anyway, we have come to the end of this part. I will see see you all after a word from our sponsors. I have a special announcement to make. You can now go on Amazon.com, type in the search bar Cody's Car Conundrum, and now you can find... All of my new merch, and you can even buy a T-shirt that says "I listen to Cody's Car Conundrum." Yeah, telling people that you listen to such an awesome podcaster like me—that's not any kind of self-promotion at all. <laughs> but yes, all you have to do is go to Amazon.com, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then buy the shirts you want. Hello, we are back. Lucid wants to rival a German three design exec says. New Skoda Korak unveiled with five engine options. 2018 Nissan Leaf teased and debuts later this year. Porsche Design Super Yacht will set you back at least $13.2 million. Because why not? Chevrolet to exit India and South Africa. 2018 Acura TLX priced from 33000 and will be in showrooms next month. Audi is recalling nearly every A7 sold in America for the past three years. Once again, people will blame suppliers, yet when FCA, GM, or Ford has it, they'll say, oh wow, bad build quality. I am just pointing out the bias. Volvo to start assembling XC90s in India. I mean, to be fair, oh wait, no, Volvo isn't owned by Ford or Tata or anything like that. US tuner busted for illegally importing Nissan R33 Skyline. GTR. And I believe he was gonna get some 20 years in prison. Cadillac's latest special edition models are just for Japan. Ford opens the door for an electric F-150 pickup. Not so sure how strong it'll be at towing, but we'll see. Fiat rolling out a new new Argo hatchback in Brazil and it looks awesome. I'd be happy if they called it the new Dodge Omni and sold to here in America and I buy it a heartbeat. In fact, I wish they'd do that and then make a GLHS, which would be even more awesome. Time to get on the Audi recall. Audi is recalling one of its flagship models. Apparently there's a problem with the side curtain airbags on the A7. So the manufacturer is recalling 17,694 of them in the United States so, to have those airbag units replaced. Now, 17,694 vehicles doesn't rank this among the largest of the recalls we've seen. But then Audi doesn't sell a lot of A7s altogether. The recall covers from 2016-2017 Sorry, 2015, 2016, and 2017 models, of which Audi has by our count, sold a combined total of 21,375 units in America since the updated 2015 model was introduced in May 2014 through the end of last month. So the recall, in short, affects nearly 83% of those units sold so far. And you know what? That sounds scary. But then you gotta think, well, you know, what's with the other 17%? You know, you, you know what's wrong... Is there something wrong with the 17% of cars that are fine, that are, you know, in air quotations, fine? That, that's what can sometimes be scary about these big numbers. It's, it's not always the cars that are affected, which is scary. It's those cars that aren't. Because the ones that, the kind of recalls to have a lot of cars affected and a lot of car, and not many cars unaffected, it makes you wonder if they're truly fine or if there's something, you know, wrong that they haven't figured out yet. Yeah. Of course, that just makes it pure speculation, but that speculation can be scary. Anyway, and that includes S7 and RS7 Performance Models too, as Audi groups the sales of both versions together. While this is an airbag problem, it has nothing to do with with the the Takata debacle still ongoing, as these airbags were supplied by the German Division of of Michigan-based supplier Key Safety Systems. The replacement progress is slated to begin at the end of June. Basically, you're getting this about a month in advance. So, um, if you drive an A7 and you're listening to my podcast, pray that you don't get T-boned. Basically, our next recall has something to do with Volkswagen rather than Audi, though of course Volkswagen owns Audi, so same brand or same company, really. Mention the Volkswagen name these days is in connection with the word diesel, especially with regards to a recall, and the association that most people are bound to make is over cheating on emission standards, justifiably, of course. This latest recall, however, has nothing to do with that, though it does regard some of Volkswagen's diesel powertrains. According to the recall notice from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration or the NHTSA, the problem is with certain 2012 to 2014 Passats, or Passat, sorry, equipped with diesel engines and dual-clutch transmissions. Apparently, some vehicles so equipped could leak grease, not oil or fuel, from the right-hand shaft, which could result in a fire. So, even though it doesn't even though it's not leaking oil or fuel, it'll still result in a fire, is basically all you need to know. As a result, Volkswagen is recalling 84,262 vehicles to have the dry shaft heat shield replaced a process which is set to begin in july two months from now basically the issue isn't likely to spread to too many other markets though as the passat that volkswagen builds and sells in america is an entirely different model from the one it offers in europe and other markets so uh yeah once again if you have a passat and it has a diesel and a dual clutch and you're listening to my podcast get help volkswagen's uk golf range welcomes new 1.5 tsi evo and gti performance Hyundai ionic plug-in hybrid now available for order in Europe. Ford confirms one, sorry, 1,400 jobs cut, and early retirement offers are soon to soon to come and are already happening. The U.S. could sue FCA for violating the Clean Air Act because they're going after everyone these days. I mean, well, everyone apart from GM and Ford, but yeah, they're basically everyone's on edge about emissions and stuff now. Thank you, Volkswagen. Analysts think Tesla will burn through 3.1 billion this year. Whether that actually happens, we'll have to see at the end of this year. Larigati Centenario reveals itself in Hong Kong. McLaren designer Frank Stephenson could return to Mini. My Ford pondering salary buyouts in extensive job cuts. So, something relating to the news I just read. Toyota boss says company is in the midst of a crisis. Yeah, right. Volkswagen recalling nearly 600,000 cars in China. Jeez, Volkswagen cannot catch a break. Though, of course, if slash when SCA starts having stream recalls, people are like, oh, wow, I didn't think they were this bad. Yet, all these stream of Volkswagen recalls will go completely unnoticed. I'm not trying to sound like a fan or anything. I'm just pointing out how biased a lot of people can be. Slash, how biased the automotive industry is. can be. In fact, uh, just the other day, I heard, or yeah, I was reading some comments on Car Throttle uh, about the reviews for the Ford GT, it, not a Car Throttle. It was uh, the VOA, the Viper Owners Association. They were saying, you know, it's funny how they praised the GT. I can't remember the second bit. They, but one of the things they praised the GT for was having raw handling. Yes, you'll praise the Ford GT for having raw handling, and then you'll say the Viper is too hard to control. And you know, well, basically, what I'm trying, what I'm getting at, slash mocking here is they'll say this about, a four. and I'm not saying it's, it doesn't have raw handling, but I'm saying, you're going to say that about the Ford GT, yet, you won't say that about the Viper, which, the entire antithesis of that car is about being raw, that is what we call bias, oh, and also, I didn't, I did an article, it's not released yet, but basically about a little, we'll say, hint, it's about, you know, some 15 cars with longer wheelbases than the Viper, which is, and this is about supercars, slash some sports cars, and it's basically all of them but um i was searching cars on wikipedia for longer wheelbases than a viper and i was wondering if the audi tt did because you know i was like you know what let's try some smaller sports cars oh and also regarding that the subaru brz slash toyota 86 has a longer wheelbase than the viper the viper the gen 5 viper has a wheelbase of 98.8 inches and the subaru brz 86 twins have 101, I have a wonder, 101 point something inches so yeah amazing right yeah so then i went to the audi tt found out that has a wheelbase of 98.6 inches and you're probably like okay well then what's the big deal no, no 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 no, you underestimate this the most powerful audi tt has about what 400 horsepower or so you know maybe 450 i can't remember but it's a lot of horsepower okay. and it's all wheel drive That car has, with a bit of a generalization, the same wheelbase as a car with rear-wheel drive, 640 horsepower, and 600 pound-feet of torque. I under—I now fully understand why some people are scared of scared of Viper because that is a lot of power in a really short wheelbase. And And just for comparison, even more, the C7 Corvette has a wheelbase of 106 inches. And if you're wondering, well, how long is that? Um, that's almost 10 inches longer than the Viper. For a car, that's no bigger, or, well, roughly not much bigger and roughly not that much wider. In fact, it might be narrower, who knows? I didn't look uh, for body width and whatever. But yeah, that's scary. But what it also does is make the Viper very nimble. But anyway, so yeah, outside of that, Volvo has made an autonomous garbage truck and it's testing it in Sweden. Yeah, that's, that's a thing. Codemasters F1 2017 brings back the classics, and if you're wondering, eh, I may or may not get the game. I mean, I like watching F1, but I, you know, I was I was never that big into F1 or into the the F1 2013, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I was never big into the Codemasters F1 series or any of them for that matter. I mean, even outside of Codemasters. So, yeah, I mean, they're fastest. They're ridiculously fast i mean even in race 07 the mods were hard enough to drive as it is so but yeah i was just never really tubing into the into their games like that however i mean outside of that new 2018 Volvo XC60 priced for $41,500 kind of a lot if you ask me but Vanny's entry-level beast alpha and it's ALPHA not ALFA, like Alfa Romeo, it's not that kind of alpha, priced for 95000 instead of the projected 200000 2018 Infinity QX50 revealed in new patent photos. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed. Now we will
0: see you all after a word from our sponsors. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303 dash 576 dash zero six seven zero. Our plans are available in 42 states.
1: Once again, we are back. BMW, Intel, and Mobileye form autonomous superpower with Delphi. Chevrolet at extreme track package, to 2018 Camaro ZL1 1LE. 2018 Peugeot 308 GTI Elite showing facelifted hot hatch. EU to investigate Italy's handling of Fiat's emissions case. 2018 Jeep Wrangler could get six different engine options 2017 renault espace gains new engine and modest revisions and if you're wondering what the espace is it's uh for people who don't know it's it's sort of like a minivan except without the sliding doors but that same kind of boxy ish minivan shape it imagine an original 1984 chrysler town and country minivan and then just make it modern but without changing the shape and that's roughly what you get with the espace 2017 Mini Range adds new cockpit features. Volvo CEO says Automaker will stop developing new diesels. Jaguar's next-gen XF Sportback serves one-up at the world's most remote tennis court. Mercedes A-Class gearing up to spearhead Mercedes-Benz's compact luxury assault. Traffic Space Class is Reynolds' idea of a high-end shuttle. Five-door Toyota Yaris German snapped in Europe. And it's GRMN, so I'm not making that. I'm not making German up. GM aiming to use sustainable natural rubber in its tires. Audi Q8 Sport Concept headed to Google. I slash O with Android infotainment system. Oh, right. Almost forgot. Volkswagen recalling nearly 600,000 cars in Cat in China. Let's get it. Let's get on it. Volkswagen will recall, will recall Sorry. a large batch of Golf and Sagittarius cars in the People's Republic in a new safety campaign citing the country's General Administration of Quality Supervision, Inspection at quarant- sorry, and Quarantine. Our News reports that the recall revolves around a headlight fuse defect. Affected are 416,364 units of the Gulf made between September 9th, or sorry, September 2009 and May 2014, and 161,226 examples of the Sagittar, which were produced from July 2010, to March 2012. As the routine goes, the German automaker giant, which is run in the People's Republic by F.A.W. Volkswagen Automobile Joint Venture, with the majority owned by China F.A.W. Group, or Wow. will contact owners of the aforementioned vehicles and advise them to schedule an appointment with a local authorized dealer. China F.A.W. Group wasn't available for comment and the brand's local branch refused to give any details on the topic but the latest recall follows a previous one from a couple months ago when Volkswagen was forced to call back more than 1 million Audi-batched cars due to the potential fuel leaks and defective coolant pumps. Catroom enters Latin America market for the first time. New Hyundai i30N is-, is Korea's Volkswagen Golf GTI fighter. I forgot Hyundai are in South Korea not North Korea. 2018 BMW M5 goes official with 600 horsepower and X Drive with 4-wheel drive and 2-wheel drive modes, and if you don't get what that means, basically, you can swap the car from being 4-wheel drive to 2-wheel drive, and that's, yeah, that, that's about it. So, you can either have 4-wheel drive grip of Audi with possibly not the understeer, or the 2-wheel drive modes of what most people, would, what some enthusiasts would say, with the 2-wheel drive mode of proper BMWs. And also, mini-ramp, I kind of hate the whole proper argument thing, i like... You know, you know when people say, Oh, you're not a proper this unless you've done this, or this isn't a proper this because this used to be this. You know, and prime example is the dodge dart. A lot of people say, Oh, the Neon's one's not a proper Dodge Dart because, you know, no hemi superstock or whatever, it's just a new neon. And I could see it being a spiritual successor to the neon. But saying that it's not a dart because it doesn't have the hemi superstock or BA or whatever is without you know, without a better word for it, pure ignorance to its past. The, the original Dart, back in the '60s, and I mean properly 1960. You know, they had the Slant Six. They had. They even had low power V8s. That you know, yes, were an upgrade from the four, from the six, from the Slant Six. But even still, weren't really performance engines per se. What I'm getting at is, I don't understand how people can only can only remember the Hemi Superstock. It's like they didn't just make the Dart to make a Hemi Superstock. They didn't. You know. The Dart wasn't only offered in a Superstock, guys. There were regular darts outside of the Hemi Superstock. And Slant 6 darts, Slant 6 darts completely prove this. Slant 6s slash 6s slash even non-performance V8s are the equivalents of four of four-cylinder and V6 engines today. So I'm sorry, but people say the new Dart's not a proper old one. Remind them, yeah, they made a Dart in 1965 and 64 with the slant six. And tell me how that's not a Dart. Because even the darts before that I mean, yeah, they made fast darts, but they didn't only make fast darts. They had regular ones. So, yeah, um, so that whole bit about the darts, yeah, that's a mess. The only car, at least, at least for the point of, at least in the Mopar realm that I've come across, that is, that if they were to change it, wouldn't be a proper car, is the Viper. And the reason for that is... Let's say they made the Gen 6 and had hybrid and, you know, hybrid, not V10 or whatever. That would be the only car that, I, that I've come across, I might find another one, that wouldn't be, you know, that's not a proper insert name here compared to the old one. Why? Because all the Vipers up till the Gen 5, no, all the Vipers from Gen 1 to Gen 5 have been 6-speed manual, V10, rear wheel drive, and raw. If they made a Gen 6 and it would deviate from that formula... Then, yes, it wouldn't be a proper Viper. Not saying it's a bad car, but in that case, the owners such people would be correct in that it's not a proper Viper. The only way a car couldn't be a proper whatever compared to its predecessors is if its predecessors were completely different from this new car. But with the Dart and the Viper... No, 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 we'll, we'll go on the Dart for a second. But with the Dart, they did make regular darts. So it is just like the old ones. The new Dart's an economy car. Guess what? The old one was an economy car. The Viper, raw sports slash Gen 4 to Gen 5 generations, supercar. What would happen with the Gen 6 if they deviated from the formula? It wouldn't be a proper Viper. Now you know! The more you know. You need to find a bathroom in Japan? Toyota can help, apparently. Though, I'm not so sure. I mean, unless whatever app they've made, which I assume is an app, can translate stuff to English, I'm I'm not sure how helpful that will really be. European car sales fell in April due to drop in Britain. Sluggish demand for Volkswagen-branded vehicles, sadly. Electra's awful name. Electric supercar is slated to launch in 2019 with 670 horsepower in a range of three, 300, maybe? New Aston Martin DB11 Volante looks about ready to blow its top. BMW claims number one luxury sales brand crown in China. Toyota GT86 Club Series Orange Edition goes on sale in the UK from twenty eight thousand eight hundred pounds, which is about thirty three grand, thirty four grand, which I find really hard to believe because I don't, I don't remember the GT eighty six being that expensive. for it to slash up to twenty thousand jobs worldwide, which is a shame. Dacia SE Summit Range coming to the UK. Prices start at ten thousand nine hundred and ninety five pounds, or basically sixteen k. Well, sixteen dollars, sixteen thousand dollars. Ooh. Express Delivery! Five Canadian GP winners celebrated in postage stamps. That's cool. Zayat restores 600 Convertible as the city car turns 60, and it looks like a Fiat size 600. Judge rules Uber can continue self-driving development. Lincoln's chauffeur service to expand to San Diego. And anyway, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you all for listening, and I will see you all next week.
0: You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.